It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, it's me, it's Pinky the Pig, and it's time for our show. Thank you for listening to the Pinky the Pig podcast show where you listen, laugh, and learn with an oink and a moo. And we know the universe is listening. Thank you very much. And thank you, planet Earth. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Moo Cow. Oh, hi, Pinky. How are you? I'm great. I'm glad it's Monday. Happy Monday. Yes, me too. Happy Monday. So, guess what's going on at my house? Well, do tell. Lady Lynette is so busy because she is going around collecting the seeds from all the flowers. Oh, sure. It's that time of year that the flowers, they turn in, they make their seeds so that they can continue their species. Because if, if we don't have our seeds, animals and plants, then we become extinct. Yeah, the babies, the seeds. Yeah, I got, I have it. The baby plants, the babies. Yeah, they make seeds. Right. And that's what happens to a flower. I mean, a flower can just be a beautiful flower and go to seed, or it can produce a piece of fruit or a vegetable. Yeah, but it has to be pollinated to make the seed. The seed will not happen, and the fruit will not happen unless it's pollinated. And how's that work, Pinky? Well, you know, on the flower that has all the yellow dusty stuff. Right. And the bee has to come and get the dusty stuff and take to another flower and make that flower dusty stuff and all around. And then it becomes pollinated. And that's then it can make a seed. Oh, that's very good. That's absolutely right. And bees are so important. I know Farmer Tommy said that they pollinate two-thirds, two-thirds of, am I saying it right? I don't know. Keep going. Two-thirds of the world's crops, you know, the food. That's right, Pinky. Bees are that important, especially the honeybees. That's right. That's what Farmer Tommy said, that it's the honeybees that take the pollen and pollinate the tomato plants and the cucumbers and the squash and the eggplant. You have to have the honeybee in particular. All right, the honeybees are considered the most important pollinators on earth. And because of this, they are considered perhaps the most important animal of all. The bees? Right, because if the vegetables, flowers, and fruit flowers are not pollinated, they're not going to produce fruit or vegetable. Yeah, but some people just eat mostly meat. Well, what do you think the animals that produce that the cows and the pigs and the chickens, they eat the grasses and the vegetables. They need the plant life to survive. Yeah, you have to have the plant life. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, we, we all need the plant life to survive. Yes, we do. And we need the bees. Yeah. And it's so cool. There are so many of them in like a bee colony. All right, they can have 10,000 to 60,000 individuals. Yeah, it's crazy. We did a podcast on a bumblebee. 
we did. That was episode number six. We also talked about frogs and spiders in that episode. Yes, and we invite our listeners to go back to previous episodes. Just scroll through the titles and click on the ones that suit your fancy. Very good, Pinky. So anyway, yeah, the bees and the flowers, they have a mutual relationship. Yes, they do, and they have evolved together for millions of years. Wow. And you know, the the flowers also produce the nectar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the liquid, the liquid sugars that smell really good, and that attracts the bees from far away. Correct. And then they get that nectar, and they also get the pollen. And the pollen, I know, I know, they have little furry stuff on their bodies and their legs, and the pollen sticks to them. And then they even have these little suitcases, pockets on their legs, and the pollen fills up in there, and then they take it back to the beehive, and they feed the babies and they make a, they make like a, what's it called? It's called a bee bread that they make out of the nectar and the pollen. <laughs> yeah. And when, when they make that buzz, it vibrates everything. They use their, their flight muscles. It makes vibrations. It shakes the pollen off of the flower. Right. And the, the way the pollen sticks to them, it's, it's, a, it's an electrostatic force. Oh, yeah. I know what that is. Like, if you take a balloon and rub it on your head, and it'll stand up because electricity makes static electricity. And then a balloon will stick to the wall. <laughs> right, and that's how the pollen sticks to the bees. You're right. Yeah, and the flowers can reproduce and be pollinated from butterflies, too. That's right, and the wind, and birds, and bats. They pollinate the tropical fruits. Well, that's right, the fruit bats, they're very important for the fruits to mature. And because if they don't get the pollen mixed up from flower to flower, now you're not going to get any fruit. And if you don't get any fruit, you're not going to get a seed to plant another fruit tree. And the vegetables, you have to get a seed because they only last one season, the plant. But you have to have a mature fruit or vegetable to produce a seed. Exactly right. And the larger, the big seeds, the larger seed-bearing plants, that's like corn and wheat, roses, and apples. Because they, they grow around and the seeds are inside. Yeah. And what about the nuts? Well, they start out as a flower also, and they have to be pollinated. Yep. And... All nuts are actually seeds, but all seeds aren't necessarily nuts. That's confusing. It makes me nuts to think about it. <laughs> well, well, like the big nuts that don't open on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the chestnut and the hazelnut, also the acorn. Well, that's a nut from the oak tree. Right, they don't open on their own as they ripen. So they are a true nut. But the other nuts that are actually seeds that we call nuts, you know, the, the flower gets pollinated and then it produces almonds and cashews. They're actually seeds. But we call them nuts. Seeds making me nuts. But you know, the peanut is not a nut. That's correct. What is it, Pinky? It's a legume. 
like the pea. The story of the peanut is crazy. We did a podcast on the peanut. Very unusual how they grow. Yeah, what what episode was that, Pinky? Mother, you're the one that knows that. That was episode 181. And we invite our listeners. We already did that bit, Pinky. Yeah, sorry. So anyway, you know, there's some flowers that only last one day, the flower itself. What do you mean? Like the hibiscus. Well, that's on a big plant. Right, and also the daylily. Those flowers just last one day. Wow. And the morning glory. Oh, yeah, that's on a vine. Right, and each bloom only only lasts one day. And then you just leave the flower there, and if it was pollinated in that one day, it'll produce a seed. And an established morning glory plant can live for 50 years. Wow. And there's a cactus. It's called the night-blooming cactus, and it makes one flower one night once a year. Well, that's a rare flower. Yes. Yeah, the flowers are going. It's that time of year. It is. Okay, but it's all right because we're, we're collecting the seeds. We're going to make more flowers next year. Right, and many of those seeds, like wildflower seeds, they drop into the ground, and that's how the wildflower meadow stays alive year after year because the seeds drop into the soil. Yeah, you have to have the seeds. Okay, well, I really enjoyed talking about flowers and seeds today. I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Well, yeah, we have Tuesday's tune tomorrow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I love you. I love you.